just give the Lord a shout of praise, a shout of victory in this house. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful to God, hallelujah, that he has all power, all power, all power. Woo, all power. I don't know what you're up against, but he has all power. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands again unto the King of Kings, for he is worthy. Thank you, Jesus. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. It feels good to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just to feel his goodness, to know that he's near us. Hallelujah. Do you feel good today? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, do you feel good today? Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye people make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're so thankful to see you here this morning. Let's give all of our guests a great big hand. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Amen. We are grateful to have you at the Tree of Life Church. We are here for the healing of the nations. Amen. For the healing of people. I'm reading this morning from the Gospel according to John chapter 1. And I want to begin reading at the 6th verse, John chapter 1 beginning with verse number 6. And this is what the word of the Lord says. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world hallelujah I want to preach to you this morning for just a few moments on this subject the ministry of the forerunner the ministry of the forerunner could we just lift up our voices together in prayer this morning and ask God to bless his word in Jesus name Lord we thank you for your word we thank you for the gathering of your people we give you praise today and ask for your blessing hallelujah your blessing upon the preaching of the word of God we pray Lord that you would move in this house God as we seek to know you more as we seek your face we pray in Jesus name that you will bless and minister and set free and deliver we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus precious name and everybody said in Jesus name Everybody said amen and amen. God bless you in the name of the Lord. I do want to remind you that as we leave today, uh, you'll be dismissed row by row from the back to the front. And so that will uh, be our form of dismissal. And we continue to try to practice physical distancing as much as possible. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we're not distanced from the Lord. Amen. And I'm glad we're able to be here worshiping God together. Amen. John chapter 1, beginning with... 
verse number six describes to us a man sent from God whose name was John. We're going to talk about John today, but it's important that we understand that we preach Jesus. We preach Jesus. Paul walked into the, into the ancient city of Corinth, a city wholly given to debauchery, a city that had, had completely devolved into total chaos and sin and ungodliness. And he said to them, I know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said this is the way that we're going to deal with the issues that Corinth is facing. Corinth, of course, had so many problems. Who knows where to begin? Anybody, can you relate with that? Where do you even begin with the issues that we're facing? And Jesus is what Paul preached. He said, I know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. We preach Jesus. It is our belief and it is the scriptural teaching that if we will exalt Jesus Christ, magnify Jesus Christ, lift up Jesus Christ, that everything else comes into order. By him all things are made that are made. By him all things consist. In other words, if you want consistency, you have to have Jesus. And you have to have a proper perspective of Jesus. So we preach Jesus. We preach Jesus in the face of challenges. We preach Jesus to sin. We preach Jesus to condemnation. We preach Jesus to distress. We preach Jesus to chaos. We preach Jesus to turmoil. The more we lift up Jesus the more everything comes into the order that it is supposed to be. We preach Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. His name is Jesus. His name is higher than any other name. It doesn't matter what you're describing, who you're describing, there is no name greater than the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up his miracles. We exalt his attitude. We exalt his agenda. We exalt his motives. We describe to whoever will listen who he is and, 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 and who he actually is. He is both the everlasting father and the only begotten son of God. He is God manifest in human flesh. Thank God we preach Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. If we preach Jesus, I want you to know the sinner will be saved. The addict will be delivered. The heartbroken will be mended. The sick will be healed. Preaching Jesus is where the power of God resides. Somebody said of apostolic Pentecostal preachers, they said, you know, apostolic Pentecostal preachers only have a, a few topics they can preach about because they're so narrow in their focus. They only have a few topics. And I said, man, I take exception to that. That's not, I, I don't appreciate that being said because we don't have only a few topics that we can preach about. We have only one topic that we preach about. We have one topic and that topic is Jesus. We don't, have to, we don't have to scatter around and scramble around. If we'll get Jesus right, everything else begins to come into order. He is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. 
Hallelujah. Everything God created is patterned after Jesus. It is all according to that message, that saving message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yesterday I preached in Turkey, the nation of Turkey. Very good to be back home today. Amen. Now, it was on a Zoom conference call, but it was, it was in Turkey. Amen. We preached in, in Turkish, and then the next service we preached in Farsi. It was a, a beautiful set of services. It was so good to be, to be with the people. And Brother Rick Robinson, the missionary there, uh, asked, he said, what will the title of your message be? And I, I thought, as I prayed and said, Lord, what would I preach? And I thought, if I only get one shot to lift my voice in Turkey or in Farsi, what would I want it to be? And I said, I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's, that's, that's where it's at. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And I listen, I know we're going through a challenging time right now, but I'm going to tell you what's going to get us through. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection, hallelujah, the ascension, the outpouring, and the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You want to know the solution to your crisis? It's Jesus. You want to know the answer to your question? It's Jesus. You want to know how to solve your problem? Jesus! Philip said to the Ethiopian eunuch, I'm going to preach to you Jesus. Now the Ethiopian eunuch happened to be reading from the prophet Isaiah. But it didn't matter which prophet he was reading from. He could have been reading from Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zephaniah, Haggai, Habakkuk, Micah, or Malachi. He could have been pre reading from Psalms, Proverbs, Deuteronomy, Exodus, or Leviticus. But anywhere he was reading, Philip was going to begin wherever he was and preach Jesus. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. That's the stone that the builders rejected that's the stone that the builders disallowed but that same stone that the builders rejected has become the head of the corner ladies and gentlemen it's all about Jesus it's all about Jesus oh hallelujah and, and, and yet Jesus said Jesus said that John the baptizer has come before me to prepare the way. The prophets declare that this man that we're reading about that was sent from God whose name was John, that he would come with the express purpose of preparing the way of the Lord. Oh yes, Messiah is coming. No question. Christ is coming. This was the message of the prophets to the whole world. To the nation of Israel and to the whole world, Messiah is coming. But before he comes, there's going to be one to lift his voice in the wilderness and cry out. He'll cry loud and spare not. And he will say, the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world is on his way. He will say, prepare ye the way of the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's this man by the name of John. We call him John the Baptist or John the Baptizer. He is the man who came as a forerunner. That's, that's what we call him. He is a forerunner. And he came to prepare the way of the Lord. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. It's about the Word, ladies and gentlemen. 
The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. And that light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehendeth it not. I know there's a lot of darkness. But the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ will shine into the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend the light of God's glorious gospel then the bible said there was a man sent from god whose name was john now i want to tell you just a little bit about this guy by the name of john the baptist this is what jesus said of him he said what went ye out for to see he posed this question to some who had gone to hear john the baptist and when they heard him they were blown away because it was not what they were expecting. They, they were expecting something more regal. And if you know anything about God, God's not going to match your expectations. God's got his thing he's doing, and he's going to do it his way. Remember, he's God, and he's really good at being God. And so they go out to hear John the Baptist, and they come back to Jesus and say, it's not what we expected. Jesus said, what went ye out for to see? Did you go out there to see somebody clothed in soft raiment? Or fine clothing? If you did, you're sorely disappointed. He said, what went ye out for to see? Did you go out to see a, a reed shaking in the wind? Somebody who just kind of goes with the, which way the wind is blowing? Find out what the popular opinion is and then shift their belief system based on what the popular opinion of popular culture is? If you did, then John the Baptist is not... Not going to work for you, because that's not what he's all about. He said, what did you go out for to see? Did you go out to see somebody who is, who is soft with their words, who just kind of just pleases the ear? If so, you were disappointed. In fact, if you went out to hear a prophet prophesy, and that's all you were looking for, then you were disappointed as well. Because when I'm talking about John the Baptist, he said, I'm talking about somebody who's more than a prophet. He's much more than a prophet. He's more than Moses. He's more than Elijah. He's more than Isaiah. He's more than Jeremiah. He's more than a prophet. Because it was of him that it was prophesied. There is a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye, prepare ye, prepare ye, prepare ye the way of the Lord. He was more than a prophet. He was one who was prophesied about. He went on to say, there arose no greater prophet than John the Baptist. There was no greater prophet in all of the Old Testament that rose up that was as great a prophet as John the Baptist was. There, there simply wasn't. Now, here's something you need to know about John the Baptist. He performed no miracles. No miracles did John the Baptist perform. He never called down fire. He never parted waters. He never turned water into anything except water. He performed no miracles. And yet Jesus said he was the greatest prophet that was ever born of women. Because the power of the prophecy and the prophetic ministry was not in the miracle. It was in the message. And the message is... The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. John the Baptist had one motive. He had one mission. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. He grabbed that word that was put in his soul. And he began to fight 
and he began to brush away and chop away at every obstacle that stood in people's paths when it came to hearing and experiencing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Jesus had come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus had come to open the eyes of the blind. Jesus had come to unlock the ears of the deaf. Jesus had come to raise the dead. Jesus had come to heal the lame. Jesus had come to feed the multitudes. Jesus had come to rescue the perishing. Jesus had come to lift the fallen from their fall. But John the Baptist said, my goal, my job, my role, my calling is to prepare the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. You don't have to remember my name, just remember his name. You don't have to remember who I am, but remember who he is. You don't have to remember anything about me, but I want to point you to the Savior of your soul. I want to point you to the one that can make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what John the Baptist said. He was standing with his disciples when Jesus came onto the scene. And when Jesus came to the scene, he said to his disciples, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. He literally looked at them and said, Follow him and stop following me. What leader in their prime of life steps back, fades away, fades off into the distance and says, follow him. Stop following me. He must increase. I must decrease. You've got to stop thinking of my name, John said, and start thinking of his name. Notice what John 1 said. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Hallelujah. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. I want to read that again. He was not that light, but was sent. This is what you and I have to understand. You and I we are forerunners. We are called of God to prepare the way of the Lord. We are the ones who go forth and chop away at preconceived notions. Chop away at the burden people are bearing. We chop away at the brokenness and the heaviness and the heavy ladenness and we prepare the way of the Lord. But we've got to remember two things. Number one, we're not that light, but we are sent. We're not that light, but we are sent. What do you mean we're not that light? Some people don't want to work for God unless their name is in lights. Some, be, some people don't want to do anything for God unless their name is what is getting the credit and receiving the honor. That's not how forerunners think. Forerunners say, I'm not that light. I don't have to have the limelight. I don't have to have the spotlight on me or even what I'm doing. But I am sent from God. I do have a job to do. I do have a work to engage in. God has anointed me. He's appointed me. He's called me for this purpose. I'm going to prepare the way of the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God, he was not that light. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not that light. I'm here to bear witness of that light. That is the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. If nobody remembers my name, that's fine by me. But I want everybody to know the name I'm preaching. I want everybody to magnify the name I'm magnifying. I want everybody to love the name that I'm preaching today. I'm going to preach Jesus. I'm going to preach Jesus. Hallelujah till you praise him. I'm going to preach Jesus until you serve him. I'm going to preach Jesus until you rule and reign with him. I'm going to preach Jesus until Jesus returns. I'm going to preach Jesus until you believe he has the power to save. Until you believe he has the power to break the chain. Come on, if you love Jesus, give him praise right now. If you love the Jesus I'm preaching about, why don't you just give him a praise? Hallelujah. You know why you love Jesus? You don't love Jesus because some preacher's telling you to love Jesus. You love Jesus because he saved you, because he rescued you, because he brought you out of darkness. I don't have to encourage you to love Jesus. You love him because he's proven himself to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, no, we don't have to have the limelight. We're here to prepare the way of the Lord. When I was with Brother Robinson on the call yesterday, he reminded me of something my grandfather said. My grandfather turned 100 years old. If he were living, he would be 100 years old a week ago yesterday. And so it brought a lot of memories back. Brother Robinson, missionary to Turkey, reminded me of a beautiful memory that I had I, I, he jogged my memory on. It was my grandfather's last service as general superintendent. And he was being honored by the constituency of the United Pentecostal Church. He had served as general superintendent for 24 years. He was a wonderful man of God. So many of you did know him and heard him. I wish all of you could hear him and know him and my grandmother. And we'll all be together one day in the sweet by and by. But it just brought back a lot of sweet and precious memories. Brother Robinson said, I'll never forget when that last night, I mean, they went on for a couple hours just giving tribute to this wonderful man of God. And it was very kind. So many speakers got up one right after another and honored him and complimented him and thanked him for his impact, his influence. And, and it was just one speaker after another. And Grandpa was asked to come forward and to speak. And, and he appreciated everything that was said, but this was his response. He said, too much urshan, not enough Jesus. That's the way I was raised. Too much urshan, not enough Jesus. That's the way we are, tree of life. We've got to make sure we're not too much us and not enough Jesus. We got to make sure we're not too much personality and not enough Jesus. We got to make sure we're not too much what I want and what I think and not enough Jesus. Jesus is King of all kings. Jesus is Lord of all lords. Jesus is above all, through all, and in you all. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to shower. Hallelujah. We need to saturate our preaching with Jesus, our teaching with Jesus, our singing with Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus will set the captive free. We've come to prepare the way 
of the Lord. We've come to prepare the way of the Lord. I want you to know everything we do is an effort to prepare the way of the Lord. There is no task too small that is not given to preparing the way of the Lord. There is not one detail that does not involve preparing the way of the Lord. If you're a greeter at the door and they walk into this assembly, you are preparing the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are an usher helping somebody to their seat, you are preparing the way of the Lord. You're a forerunner. You are the one that's chopping away at the brush that crowds the pathways that people are trying to walk. And people in this generation, in this world we're living in, they've got a lot that's trying to prevent them from hearing the purity, hallelujah, the sanctity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've got a job to do to prepare the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you singers for singing and preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you worship leaders for leading worship and preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you musicians for the practice and the time you put into preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you security for preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you Connect Point for preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you media for preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you sound technicians for preparing the way of the Lord. Thank you worshipers for coming into this house and preparing the way of the Lord. That's what we're doing with Ready Now. Every penny, every dollar, hallelujah, every sacrificial offering, we're preparing the way of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Forerunners, doesn't matter if they get the credit. Forerunners don't care about credit. Oh, our flesh does. Our flesh cares about credit. But, but, but the Spirit of God in us says, no, all that matters is that people find Jesus. It does not matter who gets the credit. It matters who gets saved. Sometimes you don't get the credit that you deserve. Notice that every time that you do something for God... God takes record of what you have done. And God will bless you. You don't have to worry about who gets the blessing on this earth. Hallelujah. God will bless you. It'll try your spirit if you do something good and somebody else gets the credit. You'll find out real quick just how selfless you are. Sister Heidi and I years ago provided a, a love offering and and put it on somebody's front porch. They had no Christmas gifts that year for their children. They were running into tough times. We put the gift on the front porch and we went away. Drove around the corner, got into a view to make sure they got the gifts. They opened the door, saw the gifts. We saw their reaction. They looked around, saw nobody, took the gifts in. They never knew we did it. Thank you, Jesus. It's wonderful. Great, great experience. Until I heard her giving somebody else credit for it. She came to me and told me, you'll never believe what somebody did. She said, and I know who it was. I said, you do. And she told me, and it was the wrong person. Man, it tried my spirit. I was ready to start dropping some hints. No, 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 no. That, uh, how do you spell their name? M-E. No, 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 no. Uh, I, it was just, it got to me. And I thought, Lord, forgive me. 
Because that's not why we do what we do. It's not so people will praise us. It's so God can touch somebody's life. It doesn't matter who gets the credit. It matters who gets saved. It matters who gets blessed. It matters who gets delivered. Oh, yes, do give credit where credit is due. And do give honor where honor is due. And do it to the best of your ability. We should always try to do that. But at the end of the day, it does not matter if people sing our praises. What matters is if they sing His. If they sing His praises. Hallelujah. There's got to get something get a hold of us to where we put our shoulder to the plow and we put all of our effort and all of our spirit and all of our heart into doing the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Brother Denver Stanford was the great North American missionary that went to Boston, Massachusetts and started a church. And it was successful. It was a great, a great work that developed. And it grew quickly and and it became a powerful work. And, and he, he had great revival. It caught the attention of the rest of the organization of the United Pentecostal Church. Brother Jack Yance was the North American Missions Director, then called General Home Missions Division. He called Brother Stanford and said, Brother Stanford, we want you to speak to our church planters around the nation. He said, okay, I'd be happy to. He said, well, you've been a successful church planter and you've had great revival We'd like for you to speak. He said, uh, I'd be happy to. He said, what would you like me to speak on? He said, just tell us how you did it. He said, we've got a lot of church planners out there that are laboring. And they're, they're laboring tirelessly. And they just need the encouragement. And they need the know-how. Tell us how you did it. He said, all right, I'd be happy to do that. And so he prepared. And he started to pray and prepare for this, for this speaking engagement. And as he prayed, he kept running up against a brick wall and finally he said to the Lord he said Lord how did we do it I don't guess I know how I actually did this Lord what what was it that happened and right then there was a vision that flashed before his his mind and the Lord showed him a woman sitting on a couch with a handkerchief in her hand wiping tears from her eyes and a man kneeling down next to her and he was weeping and praying and tears rolling down his face. And Brother Stanford said, Lord, who are these people? And the Lord said, these people represent all those who have come through Boston over the years, sowing seed, but never realizing the reaping of the harvest. Those who have stepped in and out of this city with a burden on their heart. Something God had placed in their spirit and they, and they cast seed and they worked and they labored and they left wondering if anything they did even mattered. It mattered. It mattered. He said, you go tell those missionaries that you're going to speak to that you did it by reaping the harvest of seed that has been planted over the years. Ladies and gentlemen, everything you do matters in the kingdom of God. Every effort you take, every work you engage in, every word of encouragement, every project you volunteer for, every area in which you serve, it matters. It's preparing the way of the Lord. I rebuke the devil that's trying to tell you that you don't matter, that your labor is in vain. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due 
season you shall reap if you faint not hallelujah be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord hallelujah no no it, it, you're a forerunner you're a forerunner Forerunners don't, forerunners don't always get a lot of credit. Forerunners have to be prepared for whatever comes their way. John the Baptist got his head cut off. That's how his life ended up. Forerunners are like, cut my head off. I'm going to do a work for God. Trample me. I'm going to do a work for God. It doesn't matter what you say. I may not be that light, but I am sent from God. I am sent from God. I do have a purpose. I do have a calling on my life. I may not have a big spotlight on my back, but I've, but I've got a work to do for God. Regardless of how big, regardless of how small, dedicate yourself to the task of preparing the way for the Lord. Hallelujah. I stood up just a few, shortly after arriving in Cincinnati, just maybe a couple weeks. And, and I went back home to my home state of Indiana to preach the children's ministry convention. And as I did, I was excited because I was going to talk to children's ministry workers and servants and teachers from all over the state of Indiana. And I was, I was really excited to share with them and encourage them and give them some examples of what it means to do a work for God and invest endlessly into the lives of children. Never knowing exactly where all that investment goes, but just trusting the economy of God. And as I stood up and opened up my Bible and scanned the audience I saw them my Sunday school teachers those that taught me when I was just a kid I was seven years old and eight years old and ten years old 15 years old youth workers youth pastors children's ministry workers people who served People who were the reason I was standing in that pulpit then and are the reason I'm standing in this pulpit today. And I thought, I don't even, I don't even need to take a text. I've got, I've got the example right here. I don't even have to give a title. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen. This is my message. These are the people who day in and day out, week in and week out, they suffered, they sacrificed, they put up with me for who knows how long. And, 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 and they're the reason that I'm here today. I'm able to preach the gospel because of Sunday school teachers. I'm able to preach the gospel because of youth pastors. I'm able to preach the gospel because of singers and saints. I'm able to preach the gospel because of people who greeted and people who ushered and, and people who gave sacrificially and financially. I'm able to preach the gospel because of prayer warriors and soul winners, forerunners. I can only speak from my perspective. I'm just one little piece, but there are so many others where the seed has gone. Anything I do in the kingdom is directly connected back to those who invested in me. Forerunners. Forerunners. Give me the message, Lord. I'll take it. Here am I. Send me. No task is too big. No task is too small. I'll do what you called me to do. They don't have to remember my name. I'm not that light. But I will point them to you. 
and they can be saved and they can be delivered. I want you to know, Tree of Life Church, we are forerunners. It's time to put our shoulder to the plow and say any little thing that needs to be done, I'm there for it and I'm here for it. Lord, use me. Use me in ways you've never used me before. Use me in a new way, in a new dimension. If you don't have direction for it, come to us. We'll give you direction for it. We'll help you. Hallelujah. Because God has called you and anointed you to be a forerunner preparing the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, Jesus said, don't look on the fields and say four months and then the harvest. He said, the harvest is ready now. Don't look at your world and say, well, when everything gets back to normal, we'll have great revival. No, no, no. The harvest is ready right now. People need the Holy Ghost now. People need, people need to get baptized now. People need deliverance now. People are fighting fear now. People are fighting depression now. It's happening all around us right now. Now is the time. Today is the day. Oh, but I got a lot of going on in my life. You know what? The devil's trying to distract you from doing what God called you to do. He's trying to prevent you because of your present trial or your present crisis. Don't let that crisis distract you understand God's going to anoint you in the midst of that trial he's going to anoint you in the midst of that crisis and use you for his glory somebody receive it right now in the name of Jesus somebody believe it today in the name of Jesus. come on clap your hands all your people and receive you the word of the Lord Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it, God. God wants to pour his favor upon you. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands with me all across this building. Let the Lord speak to you right now. Let the Lord minister to you right now all across this building. Let's stand to our feet right now. The Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord wants to confirm something in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know. I know. It looked like it looks like nothing is progressing. Nothing is happening. They're maybe two years old, three years old, five, ten. One one step after another, one day after another, one week after another. You may not even know how much is being developed. Oh, but it'll come forth. The fruit will come forth. Just keep laboring. Just keep working. Just keep walking. Come on, John, just keep preaching. But I can't part waters. You don't have to part waters. Prepare the way of the Lord. But I can't call down fire from heaven. You don't have to call down fire from heaven. There's no greater prophet than the one that will preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But I, can't, I didn't raise anybody from the dead. Jesus said, no greater prophet has arisen than he who will simply declare the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is about the point where under normal circumstances I'd have you reach over and grab somebody by the hand or put your arm around the shoulder. Won't do that to you. But could you just, just kind of stretch your hand out to somebody right now? Because God's using us. He's using us right now. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands unto the Lord and lift your hands out to your brother and sister. Hallelujah. And just say, God. Use me right now, Lord. Use me. 
Use me, Lord. Use me. I rebuke the devil that's trying to tell you your best days are behind you. I rebuke the devil that tries to tell you that what you have to offer isn't good enough or doesn't matter. You're a forerunner. You're a forerunner. You're here to prepare the way of the Lord. You're here to declare that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Whether you're greeting somebody at the door or whether you're ushering somebody to their seat or whether you're providing details on an event or whether you're volunteering for that event or whether you're serving saints, whether you're calling the shut-in, whether you're involved in prime young adult ministries or youth teenage ministries or children's Sunday school ministries, wherever you're engaged, men's ministry, ladies' ministry, wherever it is, media ministry, music ministry, and I'm bound to forget some, but, but wherever you you are ladies and gentlemen do it as unto the Lord do it as unto the Lord little is much little is much little is much little is much give him your five loaves and two fish give him that hem on a garment you'll be surprised what he can do with the little thing you can put in his hand hallelujah 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 2020 has been a year where the prince of the power of the air has gone about lying to the saints of God. Trying to make them fearful, trying to make them depressed, trying to make them feel like there's nothing good that's on the horizon. All of that's a lie. The truth of God is that the greatest days of the church are yet ahead. The truth of God is, is that we haven't seen anything like what we're about to see. Hallelujah. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I want to be in the big middle of it all. Hallelujah. I want to be right in the middle, crying out in the wilderness. He's coming. He's coming. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. I wonder if we could have the attitude of John the Baptist that says he must increase and I must decrease. Can you let your will decrease? Can you let your selfish ways decrease? Can we do that together right now? All across this building, you're, you're, you're welcome to come to the front. But let's seek God right now and say, Lord, I'm giving it all to you right now. I'm giving it all to you right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice as we sing unto the Lord. Lift up your voice unto the Lord right now. Lift your prayer to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, that's it. That's it. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. Let's seek his face right now. Hallelujah. You can use anything, Lord. You can use You can use me. If you can use anything. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me.
the chains of discouragement to fall off of you. I want the chains of fear and doubt to fall off of you in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Every lie that the devil has ever told you, it's going to roll off of your back right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You're called. You're anointed. You are designed for the work of the Lord. God has equipped you. God has favored you. Come on, receive that right now in the name of the Lord. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. I give myself away. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you. Give myself away, so, so you. 